Boys and girls, time for Jonathan Livingston Siegel, episode 10. Go back and read a little bit from last time, just like always. Um, all right, let's get started. Gradually in the night, another circle formed around the circle of students, a circle of curious gulls, listening in the darkness for hours on end, not wishing to see or be seen of one another fading away before daybreak. It was a month after the return that the first gull of the flock crossed the line and asked to learn how to fly. In his asking, Terence Lowell Gull became a condemned bird labeled outcast and the eighth of Jonathan's students. The next night from the flock came Kirk Maynard Gull wobbling across the sand, dragging his left wing to collapse at Jonathan's feet. Help me, he said very quietly, speaking in the way that the dying speak. I want to fly more than anything else in the world. Come along then, said Jonathan. Climb with me away from the ground and we'll begin. You don't understand. My wing, I can't move my wing. Maynard Gull, you have the freedom to be yourself, your true self, here and now, and nothing can stand in your way. It is the law of the great it is the law of the great gull. The law that is. Are you saying I can fly? I say you are free. As simply and as quickly as that, Kirk Maynard Gull spread his wings effortlessly and lifted into the dark night air. The, fl the flock was roused from sleep by his cry. As loud as he could scream it, from 500 feet up, I can fly, listen, I can fly. By sunrise, there were nearly a thousand birds standing outside the, the circle of students, looking curiously at Maynard. That's something, Jonathan said, rolling to glide inverted for a while. That's not half as bad as being ahead of our time. It happened just a week later. Fletcher was demonstrating the elements of high speed flying to, of high speed flying to a class of new students. He had just pulled out of his dive from 7,000 feet, a long gray streak firing a few inches above the beach when a young bird on its first flight glided directly into his path, calling for its mother with a tenth of a second to avoid the youngster, Fletcher Lynn de Gaulle snapped hard to the left at something over 200 miles per hour into a cliff of solid granite. It was, for him, as though the rock were a giant hard door into another world. A burst of fear and shock and black as he hit. And then he was adrift in a strange sky, forgetting, remembering, forgetting, afraid and sad and sorry, terribly sorry.